Alright, one, two, three. Ow, my nail. Fuck. Ow. Alright. Can't handle eight percent. I can't handle the surge. So this is the new White Claw, White Claw Ooh, Hard Seltzer good. Surge. They're made oh with eight percent cheese. Brought them cheese. Ooh, the cranberry smells. It literally just smells like cranberry juice. This will be the that. first White Claw you've had in how long? It'll be a while. I, I don't really have White Claws that, that often. It's not bad. It's not bad. You tried it already? No. no. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Yeah, that's nice. You guys? Mm. Try this one. Try this one. <laughs> I kind of like this one. I like this one. Yeah, cool. We'll try it. Right. I just wish this so one was colder, but like, whatever. I got the colder drink. All right. Uh, everyone, Blood Orange Surge White Claw Hard Seltzer is pretty solid. Everybody, Cranberry White Claw Surge. Like this, uh, this is, isn't like the Ruby. It's pretty solid. What is it? Ruby, Ruby what? Grapefruit? Yeah. Like that one's like the one at the end of the That's, night that you just rub your this, way through. This ain't your, your grandpa's fruit juice, okay? That's not. <laughs> That's not what this <laughs> I is. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't really hear myself. Do you want to tell? I don't know if we've already said it, but do you want hello, to hello. Okay, say why you guys tap? on the table oh. before you guys share. yeah so if you guys ever notice and i i hope people that watch the youtube realize this but like every single time that the drop happens on the intro i cheers our our listeners and our, <laughs> our viewers i don't know if anybody notices or cares but i do it every week because uh, i just it means fucking something jam to me. dude i just but uh shit. so i learned this and it's normally only when you take shots or you're gonna like finish your beer However, we just take things and make them our own here so it's in honor of those who have passed those who have drank uh, that at the bar that have passed, and then we drink. So it's like a way to honor our loved ones, the bar's loved ones, and then ourselves. Yeah. But so then I like to think, you know, it's like all of our loved ones that have passed, and then like anybody that's drank with us that isn't present. So like all of our listeners, cheers to you, and then cheers to my fucking thirst. Because it's quenched, baby. Because <laughs> I'm about to quench that shit, dog. <laughs> but um, now that you guys understand it, let's uh, let's roll that intro. I'm Drum. I'm Drummer. <laughs> All right. Welcome back, everybody. Week 80. I'm waiting for this moment. Week 80, everyone. Yes, it is true. We've made it. 80 weeks and maybe a half episode through a podcast. You guys have listened to 80 episodes. First of all, give yourself a round of applause. Thank you, David, for being you, so You were that kid He in was school. definitely I, that <laughs> fucking kid in I school. can see him at the front of the cafeteria in assembly. <laughs> with, a, with, with a smile. Round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> Clapping in a circle. Thinking, he, thinking he's the shit. <laughs> no one else thought about this. <laughs> hey, you got to respect it, though. Dad jokes from the beginning. That's what that's what. Hey, he lives been. by that. I sent him a picture that he took on Instagram, or that Rachel took of him on Instagram, and it, I was like, I was like, I bet you point not five. The, not the one of the actual dad joke. No. No. Yeah. It was it was him. He was like smiling with her, but he had like this smirk. And I was like, You've I bet it? you, I, I was like, yeah. 0.5 seconds after the, this picture, you made some stupid dad joke for sure. I know it. He was cracking up. And I what was, what up. was the the dad joke one? So high. So high. <laughs> oh yes, I saw that one. Okay. Cool. Okay, week eighty, guys. That is four. 
times 10, 40, right? And think about this one. Think about this one real quick, all right? So we're at 40. Let's time that bitch by two. What are you going to get, David? What do we get? 80, 80, baby. 80, motherfuckers. And as always, we're your hosts. I'm Drum. And I'm Drummer. This is a podcast about brotherhood and the three S's, storytelling. Supernatural. And the self-improvement. What S were you thinking about right there? Why'd you start laughing? I don't really know. Uh-huh. Summertime. Summertime. No, summertime. Summertime. It feels like summer, dude. It's so freaking what hot. What word do they say there in, in Sublime? Summertime. And the, the living's easy. And the what? The living is easy. But you say living? And living the living's easy. easy. Living's easy. So all this time I thought it said summertime on the web is easy. I thought it said limousine. On the limousine? Dang, way, no, I knew what it said. On the on the left. On the, on, the lemon, on, on the lemon, lemon trees. Dalton's Dalton's notorious for that though. He'll always just take songs and then like just make up his own lyrics, and it's like, like children's songs, like things that are meant to like help you learn the English language. <laughs> Matthew got so mad one time. Uh, this this like metal band came out with a new album. They just came out with it like that day, and me and Matt were listening to it, and I was singing to it. But I knew none of the words. I was just like, yeah, like singing. He's like, Matt Dalton, you don't even know the words yet. Why are you singing? And I'm like, I'm just enjoying the music. He got so mad that I was trying to sing along with the band because I didn't. I, this is my first time listening to them. He got so mad. I was like, dude, just let me express myself, man. I do not remember this. You were very aggressive back in high school. What, are, what are some of the lyrics that Dalton would be messing up? Oh, gosh. That are like pretty well-defined lyrics. Oh, you could do the, do the, uh, if. She wants my mind. Uh, I I don't know this song, and I remember the st- I remember the story though. So there's a song that it's like the lyrics are "If she wants my money," uh, and she thinks I'm sexy. Come on, show oh, uh, let me know. That's like the Chips Ahoy commercial. Yes, it's right. not. From, it's a, from an actual. So, no, it's a real so, song. It's but. a real song. So the, the lyrics are "If she wants my uh, if she wants my money, and she thinks I'm sexy, come on, baby, let me know, right? So there's one day my dad and my mom are, and we're all in the car, truck, and driving, and my brother's looking out the window, and he starts singing this song, but he's it's that song, but he's changed the lyrics to, if you want my daddy, uh, and you think he's sexy, come on, baby, let me know. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you offering up my father? Like, no. And my mom's like sitting there going, hey. Are you trying to sell your dad? <laughs> they thought it was so funny, and I was so embarrassed. I thought that's actually how the song went. No, but like I'm trying to think. Uh, we've gone over the the it, what's the Christmas one? Fig and pudding or whatever. I haven't heard this one. Uh, what is that one? Uh, oh, when they say now, bring me some fucking pudding. Yeah. So it's it's fig and pudding. <laughs> But I know Dalton and I both used to think that it was like, so bring us some freaking pudding. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was just an opportunity to cuss. Yeah. Yeah, but I can't think of any other ones off the top of my head. But it's just like, even to this day, he'll be walking around singing something. And I'm like, that's not that's not the song, Dalton. He goes, let me just sing it how I want. I like to think now that I'm more musically inclined than Matthew is. Uh-huh. I just know a lot more music than he does now. I think Matthew Matthew knows, Matthew might know a lot more like, like um, educational podcasts than I do. But like I know like all the music, you know what I mean. So I have to I have to send him all the new pop punk stuff. Do you accept this claim? Uh, yeah, yeah. But he enjoys it. He enjoys it. 
And I always know I win. And this has only happened like three or four times. But when Matthew is listening to the music, I, I like whenever I'm sitting down in the car with him, I always put on a new band. I don't ever put on something that we already know. I want to see how he reacts to the new music. So I always play a new punk band that I found. <laughs> he always gets mad though. Because if I like, I'll enjoy it. Like I'll listen to it. I'll be like, okay, like this is cool. No, no, no. Hold on. Let me explain my, okay. my part. So what happens is I, I will know that I did a good job if he's listening to the music and he goes, oh, dude, what band is this? That's if he asks you what if it he is, asks me so what we band can listen it is. to it later. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, I fucking did it. I did it. Like, I know I succeeded because I, I, like, I like the music myself, but it makes me angry when he doesn't understand how good this band is because he just doesn't really listen to pop punk anymore. You know, he's not really pop punk anymore. He's kind of lost his edge. You know, I think it's, I think it's the job or oh, something. So what is he now? <laughs> now he's just pop, pop. Dude, Ariana Grande got married. Yeah, to who? Yeah, who'd she get married to? I really have no idea. I, I, just, I just saw somebody. Her, I just saw her giant bow. She's a giant bow for a veil. It's time for dictionary with Dave. It's Dick. Oh, let's take this Dave. time to apologize if you tried to pop up or go on YouTube and watch the video from last week. Uh, we had some technical difficulties, uh, but it should be up now. <laughs> and it's nobody's fault but our own. Yes, and yes. we take full responsibility for that. And so, um, all good. I said it to private. I thought it was public. <laughs> We were taking the blow and, for you, and, dude. and the the worst part was he was on his anniversary vacation, and I was trying to be, be a good dicks. friend, and I don't want to be an asshole. Be like, hey, bro, where the fuck's my video? Yeah, <laughs> I texted you at like twelve o'clock that night. And I was like, bro, are you posting a video, and you're like, yeah. And, and then, like, and then on pissed. top of that, he's driving all day, so he's like one one worded answer. So I'm like, oh, like either he's pissed at us, or the vacation is not. We going thought David well. hated us yeah. all weekend. <laughs> We're like, fuck, David's going to quit when he comes back. We're going to have to find a new producer. This shit's going to go bad. Turns gonna... out David just forgot to post the video. No, he just for... no, he posted it. He just forgot to make it public. Yeah. I don't remember this being so... Aggressive? Yeah. yeah you oh, can't... yeah. Is the video going up today? Oh, my God. You did ask me. <laughs> I did. And then I know you said that. And I, in my head, you're just like, yeah, I already like, I got ready I did before it I already. left. I did it already. Yeah, I figured. That's why it just seemed off. So, I was like, and then Matt made a whole new group chat with the same two of us. Oh, I got, I got <laughs> what the fuck it. Was I, that about? Allow me to explain. Um, coppers, don't arrest me. I was texting uh, as I was pulling into the driveway. You okay. Know, and uh, for whatever. Oh, no, that's what I was, I was using Siri. And I said, text Dalton and David. But I didn't say text and then our podcast group chat. So then yeah, it you guys made, can't know what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> bro, what if they hack into it? And then it made, oh, speaking of hacking, bro, crazy shit. Hold on. Uh, and then. Focus. So then it made a new. Don't you tell me to focus. You're making me go crazy. I need you to focus so I can focus. Am I your brain? In, like You're becoming it. Yeah. Um, and so it made a grand, brand new group chat was the long way to say that. But that's why. That's um, the worst story you've ever fucking told. Do, do you want to know Ariana Grande's? Oh, yeah, we're doing that, huh? Yeah, yeah, what is that? We've talked about him before. Who is Ooh. it? You guys don't remember? Ryan Sheckler? Nope. Dude, that guy's always good looking. Nope. It's almost like she married someone in this room. Justin Bieber? No. Schmidt? No. Batman? No. Who's Batman? Shrek? <laughs> don't get <laughs> It's Ariana, and Gr- Ariana Grande and Dalton Gomez. Oh, fuck Dal- Dalton. Dalton right. Gomez? Yes. God damn it. How do you know? that bitch i've tried to forget you i'm sorry that was rude. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't take that to to you know outside of these walls dalton <laughs> gomez that's cool oh 
Shadi Tati, Ariana Grande, and Dalton Gomez. What does Dalton Gomez do? Is he a Twitch streamer? Uh, no. <laughs> I was like, David, get in there. Who is Dalton Gomez? Great question. I feel like that's been Googled a lot. Can I guess his can I guess his job before you tell me? Yeah. You you give your hypothesis while I look it up. Dalton Gomez. He's a young man born in Brooklyn. Uh, he <laughs> thrived in school. Um, he was misinterpreted as a deaf person growing up, but really he just didn't like to talk. And <laughs> <laughs> and um and he discovered that he really enjoyed high pitched voices at a young age. You know, mm-hmm. he really just enjoyed the sound of it. Yeah. So he went to a concert one day and Ariana Grande was uh, on her come up. She was doing a show in in uh, in, in uh, New York, uh, uh, Little Italy, and she was doing a show there, partying, and he, she she hit this note. And can you he, hit it? <laughs> it was not it was up there dude solid. it that's, was a solid note that's going on TikTok. solid note and then dalton <laughs> saw that and he was like oh my god this is what i've wanted right but he's like oh i haven't spoke in years i need to speak i need to learn how to speak so before he could approach ariana he had to learn how to actually vocalize his words he can't just think them anymore did he learn by so, listening to her music she can he can only speak her lyrics <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's only in lyric terms <laughs> but he so what happened was is for the rest re, the other like 10 or 15 years that she was doing her pop stuff in the in victorious and like singing and she met with all these guys now he was he's been training up to speaking a full sentence and now since he can talk which took him all this time he hit her up and then boom they fell in love that's a true love that's story a love right story if i've ever heard one wow wow dalton thank you for the inside scoop on that yeah man you know tmz's got nothing on i'm on. gonna call it blindness of the mouth hell yeah muteness don't don't patronize me we'll, we'll, we'll work out the details we don't have a patreon uh dalton gomez <laughs> works as a luxury luxury home realtor Oh, so nice. he's doing just fine on his own. Nice. Oh yeah, good for you, dude. And uh, and then everyone's posting pictures of how he looks like the Walmart version of uh, Pete Davidson. <laughs> hey, so uh, I feel like Pete Davidson is the Walmart version of himself. So do you remember that that commercial series that they had where it was like, uh, it was like two two items, and it was like you know, it'd be like Dalton. It'd be like you know, you could have Matt with. Direct it was like Wish, or Matt, it was like, like, hey, I want this. We only have this at home. Like, like Matt with DirecTV or like, you know, Matt with Cable. And then the Cable option was always like way worse, right? Why do you point at me at Matt with Cable? Because you're me with Cable. You're like way worse. And so <laughs> uh, so I was driving uh, through through um, our hometown the other, like this was a couple years ago. And I saw this sign that said, had our friend's name, but the last name was spelt with two Zs instead of one. And so I took a picture and I sent it to my buddy and I was like, hey, man, this is you with cable. And he thought it was hilarious. I am fucking terrible with my stories tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was going to be way funnier in my head. <laughs> well, we don't know who your friend is. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I didn't want to. I'll tell you later. No doxing. Yeah. Matt's given a lot of information with no detail. Yeah. A lot of it. Lot well, of it. I know something that you can create a good story out of. Hopefully. No pressure. What's that? It's the, <laughs> this is the, the last week of May. Yes. My you, monthly challenge. You may even say it's the last week of May. Ah, damn it. <laughs> yes. I feel like I kind of had that one. So caffeine. Um, I've been, I was caffeine free for about six days. 
just being fully transparent here. Um, I had a really late night, and I had a bunch of stuff I had to get done, so I popped it. However, what you pop? What? Uh, Adderall? No, 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 no. Caffeine? If I popped Adderall, I'd still be fine. That's technically true. You know what I mean? No, I um, I cracked open a a monster and a cup of coffee. Um, Together? No, one at the same time. One after the other. Four loco. Actually, I want to try one of those. I think they just made one. They made something that's basically the new four loco. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I oh, try that. Was it like a bang coffee? They already had bang coffees. It was something. You know what a four loco is, right? Yeah, it's alcohol, caffeine, and justice. I have, I have no idea what like. I, I, I assume Batman drinks that on his nights out. Um, but yeah, so I was in the office and I was like dragging, so I popped it. But it did what I needed it to do. Like it was definitely like wired. Like I haven't been in a long time. But I think the biggest like benefit from it has been not pooping that I can drink less of it and still get what I need, mm-hmm. right? And then also too, I've been sleeping like a baby. Like I haven't had a bad night's sleep in a very long time. Like you, the you set- usually sleep pretty shitty. Yeah, my my sleep's usually pretty bad. But you know, I took it. I took the caffeine out, uh, like it completely out on the fifteenth. Well, that's it, not bad though, dude. That's a, that's a good and one. then. I didn't have any withdrawals, which was nice, because like when I tried it the first couple of days, I was like hurting. So I guess um, this brings up the next question, which is, what's next month's challenge? Uh, I, guys, I would actually call this a success for you, by the way. Yeah, thousand percent. I would say this is a successful challenge. I would say so too. Because I like again, you got there. I, I think the goal is for this one was just lower my intake in my intake, um, and so. But do we want to keep doing this, or is it just kind of like, are we giving up on it? I don't know. I I'm, mean, co- I'm cool with either one. I think if we find stuff that we want to try, that we want to try, then we can make it. But if we're like, we don't have something up, I mean, this is your month, Dalton. We can get a razor scooter really cheap. Not fucking actually. I would really love that shit, bro. I would love a scooter. But what I was, we'll figure that out. What I can do is, I already started today. Actually, started like, like kind of getting used to cold showers. You want me so, to do, so you want I'll to do, do cold showers? At the end of, at the end of my normal shower, I do one minute or two minutes in the cold. We'll do, do cold it. showers. I'll come in, keep you warm. Oh good. That goes against the cold showers. That was what I that's exactly what I wanted. Building community. Building a community in the shower. Yeah. We gotta we gotta figure that out. Why is why is it so bad for us to for two brothers to shower? <laughs> <laughs> that's the real question here. To any of the Twitch streamers that are uh that are following David. Hi, we're his friends. I'm Dalton. I'm Matt. And we are Drum and Drummer. You know what? Someone at the Grand Canyon actually, I was wearing the shirt. Yeah. And they're like, is that a Dumb and Dumber shirt right there? Damn it. <laughs> Hell I, yeah. Kind of. That's what we wanted. Kind of. <laughs> and I got so flustered. I was like, uh, and Rachel was like, no, no, no. And then did I, Rachel I, did Rachel go, it's a podcast about brotherhood in the three S's. <laughs> <laughs> No, I like we like we're like huh, and I looked down. I was like, oh no no, it's drum and drummer. And he was like, ah nice. <laughs> and then he moved on. And Rachel was like, why didn't you say anything? And I was like, I honestly forgot yeah. what happened. I get asked like I'll be wearing the shirt and somebody will bring something up and they'll be like, oh is that what is that? I'm like oh it's a podcast and they're like oh okay. And then I usually just try and leave it at that. And then Monique comes from the fucking woodworks. It's his podcast. She comes out. And then the I'm like yeah, and I'm like. Oh, and out from the grocery bag. <laughs> She's like, it's his podcast. Like, oh, right on. Like, what's it about? I always fuck it up. Uh, it's about brotherhood. Yeah, it's if my brother, uh, my best friend, and I, we all like sit down and just talk. Well, what's the topic? Depends on the week. <laughs> Depends where we're at in our heads at that point. 
Um, but yeah, no, I absolutely, if you think I butcher it here once a week, I butcher it every time somebody asks yeah. me about it. I just try and say, oh, it's a podcast I listen to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but dude, Dalton, I got a, I got a, I have a serious question here. We're going to bring it to a serious note. The, the one was a bang hard seltzer. They have a hard seltzer bang. Now. Oh, they legitimately made an alcoholic yeah. beverage? So that's the Four loco because oh. it's an energy drink and a seltzer. Nice. We got to try that. I try it. Um, <laughs> Dalton, is it okay to call guys cute? Yeah, I call guys cute all the time. Yeah, so this is, but I want you guys to think on it not from your own experience. Like Think them. of it in the traditional worldview of how men oh. are perceived and raised. Oh, and traditional? Like Traditionally, not, no. Not, not, I guess not like in today's age, which is very progressive, but also still very traditional. We're in a weird turning point. Are. Yes. Is it okay to call the average man cute? Mm. Well, the average man isn't cute. That's the problem. Yeah. You, like cute is like attractive and the average guy is like kind of. But honestly, okay, busted. to us, like to me, like if I'm going out with somebody and she's like, oh, you're cute. I'd be like, Don't that, I'm sexy as fuck. I'm like, Why no, you're you? wrong. I'm a stallion. I'm a good god. You're like a your miniature pony. It's, Actually, no, I'm more built like a miniature pony. <laughs> 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 you're like, I'm like a, a, you're like a, a retired racehorse. He is the opponent. Good word there. <laughs> <laughs> He's the opponent <laughs> to your little Sebastian. Yeah. That, well said. Well said. I'm the math salesman. To to my to your eulogy <laughs> statue. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shut up. Jeez. But yeah, like so so how do you think your experience differences if someone were to call you cute random versus like or I guess even someone you knew Versus like what you think a, a typical average guy. No, I can understand cute being like a any town USA annoying. Like no one, like no guy really wants to be cute. You know, every guy wants to be like you know, handsome's a nice word. Um, hot is a great word. Um, or just like just aggressively sexy is also like a great word to use you know you want the word to be aggressively sexy yeah like you're, it's <laughs> sir your looks are aggressively sexy and I that's need you to imagine how take a step back when, that would be when someone calls to reference for your job interview and they go what do you think of dalton drum he's aggressively sexy that's that is a like sexual it's, harassment like it's claim overpowering like you are just a freaking like a like you're just a fucking sex tiger and you're just going on everybody you know what, what is I the mean? difference between a sex tiger and a normal tiger uh it's just a horny tiger eyebrows it's in heat you know um <clears throat> i think cute comes with this uh like you usually hear cute being used for like children like killing all like, oh, such a cute kid you know um but so i think that th- that tends to have that a demeaning aspect that yeah kind of you know what i mean where it's like oh you're so cute and it's kind of like, oh, like your grandma calls you that, you know? Uh, so that's my only, I don't really care. I don't know. I, I feel like Dalton and I are the wrong person for this because. That's I, why I didn't want your experience. I want yeah. to get your take on like. Like traditionally, no. Like traditionally. Like do you the, know, do you know people who would very much object to being called cute? I think I've called all my guy friends cute at some point. Yeah, no, I I don't think I personally know anybody that would like have a problem with like, it. David, I've called you cute before. How do you how do you react to that? Well, I think, and this is where I, I was having this debate with with another couple of people, and 
that's where I think my thing, I was like, you should be able to call any guy cute. You can. And the response you get is going to vary based on how secure that guy is in their masculinity. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. People call does, me. Does security masculinity play a part in this, though? I think security or is it just like a maturity aspect. I think because, secu- because cute, I think, is such a feminine term. If if you're not secure that that you're like, you know, a man like you feel manly enough for yourself. Yeah. Then you're going to take that as an attack as being called like a girl or something like oh, that. Fuck. No, because he is. I, I, I interpret it differently. Like, I see it okay. as more of like I would like if we're using traditional masculine yeah. feminine gender mm-hmm. roles right like like women are called pretty beautiful right men are called like handsome hot like rugged whatever. aggressively sexy sure rugged. but when you say rugged. cute it normally applies to like a child so it it that's where i think the ego gets hurt is when you're a child yeah where, where it's like like oh no like you're cute and it's like oh dismissive yes it's kind of like you're not taken seriously yeah and I think that's where the ego gets hurt. I don't think it has anything to do with the word exactly. So it also depends on how the guy feels about the person telling them. Yeah, but cute. I mean, that, it's not even just necessarily. I mean, in this context, it's the word cute. But like, that's like anything. Like, you can give somebody a compliment that you true. And I do this a lot. Where like, I'll compliment somebody on something that I truly mean as a compliment. Mm-hmm. But it'll strike a chord of from how they were raised, where it was accidentally like you know it was an insult or whatever, and and they you know. Don't take it the way I intend. And like you kind of run the risk when you give these types of compliments, you know, I have a question and this kind of runs off it, but not really. Um, I have a question about this. So there's this group of guys that took um, a bunch of psychedelics and they all went on this journey to destroy their egos. Nice. To have no ego. Ego death. Ego death. Right. Um, So. My question is, is there a real way to actually destroy ego without Mm-mm. developing another ego within Mm-mm. that? Nope. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I was just every, thinking. Every, I was like, everybody has an ego. Anybody that tells you, I don't have an ego, has an ego about how much they've, don't they have don't an have an ego. Yeah. So say, isn't, it's yeah. paradoxical. But the real people... Hold on. That was a, such a cool word you just used. Paradoxical. Paradoxical. What does that mean? You want to know how it, I know that word? How do you know that word? <laughs> I'm so it's time impressed. for the d- 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 dictionary with Dave. Dude, I, cheers, dude. That was awesome. So the That's way so I know funny. that word is me and David used to play Yu-Gi-Oh in, in high school with all of our water polo friends. And David had we played it. before high school too, but we got back in. Got it back in. You know how sad I was that none of my friends wanted to play high school, like play high play school Yu-Gi-Oh? with me, play Yu Gi Oh <laughs> with me. <laughs> I tried no. to go to class and they it's just go like- back home. <laughs> so, but David had this deck and he was playing right, and he'd always there's some something where that would happen where David found a loophole in the wording of the special oh effects God. of the cards. He's so annoying. That created a paradox. So I could never lose. So he could never lose. What deck did he use? And he it could, was the mech, it, it was like the Mechabots deck. But or but you could also never win. So it was really just a point of, and I never realized this where it would basically be a standoff where yeah. they would be like, I can't lose, but nobody would realize that that he also couldn't win, right? Oh, so you just so, had to, so you had to just sit there. So I just waited until they gave up. Uh huh. But we had a, we had a, we had a <laughs> friend a we had a friend named Matt Corey and any time he just loved the word paradox and so <laughs> David would like do it and you'd hear David screaming across the pool deck Matt 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 say it say it and Matt would turn around all he'd be like it's a paradox. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I love that. Well, I'm glad the story worked out because the actual meaning of the word is not that great. It just it, it is of the nature of a paradox or inclined to paradoxes. Nice. So basically, it's just there's two meanings that go back and forth, and then you can never. Find a paradox a is a statement that is seemingly contradictory or opposed to common sense, yet is true. Yeah, mm. sounds like a paradox in itself. Yeah, I just I was thinking about the ego thing, and I was like, I wonder, like, we can always like fix our ego, but I don't think we can actually like get rid of an ego. I don't think you're supposed to get rid. I of I feel your like getting ego, rid of no. an ego is getting rid of like yourself. Yeah. So, but and then even that is just like your. Uh, be careful, you're not over Shrek. Um, Sorry, Shrek. Is it? It's less about getting rid of the ego because you're always gonna have it. Be, just because by nature we're trying to protect ourselves and like the identity that we've created. Mm-hmm. However, awareness of your ego is something I've been working on. Where it's like, okay, this situation happened. Somebody said this, this, or this. It bothered me or it offended me. Why does my ego feel? this way about this situation mm-hmm. and then you get to learn about it i don't think it's necessarily something where it's like i need to get rid of this like i, I do think you need it you can adjust and improve with it but if you can acknowledge the fact that your it is your ego that's offended in the situation where maybe it, it shouldn't be yeah i think it gives you a lot more maneuverability around the ability to to, to respond to the situation word i respect that i vibe what are you paradoxing with them now no, I'm trying to think. I like it makes sense, but I'm not fully wrapping my head around this. So, um, because it's like it's, I'm thinking of like a similar thing where like I'm going through right now, where it's like I acknowledge what's happening, but instead I'm just trying to alter my perspective, mm-hmm. which I don't know if it's actually addressing the issue of why I got offended in the same way. It's just shifting it to something else so Mm. i i think what i mean by that is let's say a situation happens right it allows you when you're when you're aware of your emotions you can ask the question does this really bother me because it's something to be like something that needs to be fixed or does it bother me because my identity is being or my ego is being hurt so it's less of like does this matter on a on a scale of, you know, like legitimately it affects everybody or is this something that I'm blowing out of proportion because it affects this identity that I've created for myself and and our ego wants to protect that, right? Yeah. You yeah. grew up and you were picked on a lot so you went to the gym, you came big and strong. Somebody at the gym doesn't respect the fact that you're big and strong. Does it affect anything and like it might have just been like an off comment? Right. But because that off comment disrespects this identity that you've spent years creating, it affects you. And then you see, and you see it all the time. People like, like just stew over these like small comments, small things that really everybody else involved has moved on from. They stew over these little things. And it really just has to do with the fact that the identity that they've created for themselves, their ego is offended by it. And it's more of like, I don't think it's necessary. It's not, I, I don't know. I don't know, like right or wrong. Like I think their destinations after the fact, but I think when you're able to be aware of that, it allows you to maneuver it as opposed to when you are your ego, if you get offended, your emotions just run you. 
right? You get offended about the way that somebody said something or did something. You get upset and you're pissed off the whole fucking day. Yeah. And you don't, you're like, I'm just always like this. I don't understand why. And it's like, no, like you're, it's just because your ego got offended. And if you can recognize that, then you can know, like, it doesn't make it any easier, but at least, you know, like, okay, it hurts my ego, but that's not me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, I'm not my thoughts, right? You have the human body. I'm not my thoughts. I am the person that I'm whatever is viewing my thoughts, right? So you're not your body. You're not your ego. You're the thing that is conscious enough to see your ego. And I think when you're able to do that, it really brings perspective to a lot of things. Amen. Amen. That was great. But yeah, totally think you can call guys cute. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, that sounds, that sounds good to me. Let's take a break. Cool. I'll teach us to sneak in That's how they go But everybody knows that Smoking, smoking ain't allowed in school Alright now Motley Crue baby listen I can literally sing that entire guitar solo I've heard it so I can sing that whole album But What a way to welcome us back Welcome back you guys Welcome back guys Hope you enjoyed your break as much as we did so Hold I know on. Matt, you're a marketing you're a marketing guy, but it sounds like you guys are also innovative entrepreneurs in we the like way so. of in the way of dog grooming. Yes. So this weekend, uh, we had the absolute pleasure and honor to hang out with uh, David's younger sister Emily. Emily, our friend. Emily, our confidant. <laughs> And so, is that French? Uh, I guess so. So, so Emily heard about the big stick margarita, and so she decided she wanted to try it. So we ended up going to uh, this spot that has it, and had a couple drinks, had really good conversations, had and terrible laughs. fish and chips. Terrible Don't ever get fish, a fish and, and chips at a deli. Oh, we also had like, we had like four baskets of curly fries. Like, Dude. We, we didn't actually order food; we just kept getting fries. So many curly fries. So good. Um, so afterwards, we came back here, and we were still hanging out, talking or whatever, and then. Um, I we kept drinking when we got back and you know Dalton was you know we were both a little intoxicated and so we remembered this TikTok and we were talking about how Maggie's nails were really long and it was bothering us because you can hear her click. it was mainly sorry excuse me it was mainly bothering is that surge getting you <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was mainly bothering Emily because she brought it up yeah and then she brought up a great idea on how to fix it we're like oh that doesn't work that doesn't work and she's like try it and oh, me so this is emily's idea yes. yeah so she brought up this tiktok where they wrap they they put peanut butter on some on someone's forehead i don't know how they do it but well, they, they put, wrap saran wrap they, on they put peanut, bu- peanut butter on someone's forehead and then they grab the dog and the dog licks the peanut butter while they cut the nails She's all, do you think Maggie would do that and i looked at dalton and i was like i've never been more down for anything in my life well let's do it so Dalton grabs saran wrap and your hair makes your head look so much bigger. And he wraps my head in saran wrap and is pissed me off. He palmed my head. He went like, like, Oh, and like on my Big head. Boy. Right. And then when he was doing that, I was like, Oh my God, I had to put peanut butter on his forehead. I was like, this is fucking fantastic. Cause how often do you get to put peanut butter on somebody's forehead? Not often. So when I got to put peanut butter on his forehead, I went, Simba, <laughs> and, <I read laughs> and he grab he grabs the peanut butter with a spoon and just slaps it on my forehead. 
right <laughs> and it fucking just stuck i haven't laughed that hard in Dude, such a it was so time. funny so then i was so then mind you we have a video of dalton doing that and then monique's recording and she looks over at maggie and maggie's in the corner with pure terror on her face like yeah. what the fuck is going on right so then we get it or whatever and i i grab the i have like these like nail trimmers because she has long um quicks and so Emily grabs Maggie, picks Maggie up towards my forehead, and Maggie just starts licking away. And it was like it worked. Like I was able to like trim her nails pretty well. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty, pretty pumped. Yeah, it worked really well. I was. Very you surprised. got the best shot of Dalton turning to the camera. Going, it works. <laughs> <laughs> so um, oh, we'll send it to David, and David wants to put it in. He can. I'm yeah. gonna cut it up. Yeah, and we'll post it. Yeah, it'll be good. Chop that Dude, shit up, it's dog. so funny. It's, it's so the best. Funny. But yes, as we're back, it's time for some segments, baby. No more scary shit for, for this week, guys. So let's enjoy this I moment. know. Our deep dive is done. That was the last five weeks. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we, we did. We really had like, a blast. Damn. So now we'll go back to some old stuff. Maybe we'll do wild, another uh, another uh, game segment. Yes. Yeah. Listeners yes. Down, yes. You know? yep. I love but this shit. this week's segment is 99 Cent Advice. Do you remember this one? Yeah, give me a sec. I got to swallow. Okay, now I'm ready. All right, go for it. One, two, three. You got 99 cents with your name on it. It's advice. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, that was shit. (laughs) And this week's 99 cent advice quote is... You never, never know what's enough until <laughs> you've had too much. I apologize. It's been a while since <laughs> we've done this one. too much. And we're going to go through this quote and decide whether it's 99 cent advice, 99 dollar advice, and we'll talk about some other things. But there's your quote. Hmm. You never know what's enough until you've had too much. Now, this is interesting because it's like you're taking things for granted, you know? Once you don't have that thing, like say you get addicted to drugs, right? You love your drugs. Okay. Take your drugs every day. Yeah. Right? But then the minute you don't have your drug, you go through what, David? Withdrawals. Withdrawals. And that is basically what's saying. This is basically a drug thing. Can it also be like a cheese thing? (sighs) Don't even get me started, dude. Cheese is a drug. Like you can't have enough cheese until you've had too much cheese. So... So, it's a metaphor too. It is. It's a very strong-willed metaphor. Is it? Go on. What do you mean, Dalton? So, what I mean by strong will is there's so many. No, no, no. What do you mean by metaphor? Metaphor is uh, basically something that something that a paradox is. (laughs) 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 Basically, it it just it just kind of complements the other thing. Like it's the same thought, but goes the same way. You know what I mean? Uh, so when I read this, I'm like, you never know what's enough till you've had too much. I, so the only person that I I know that will stop herself and be like, no, this is I, I'm okay here. Like I I don't I don't need to go any further. Is is Monique for what? Everything other than drinking. Um, mm. so vibe. Like 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 for instance, you know, like when you eat, you eat so much and you're just like. And then all of a sudden you like walk, you're you like, you're yourself. done. And you're like, I am so fucking full. I've never had that. Right. Like, like you feel like I, like I had that today. Like I had a huge lunch and I was like, I am so full. 
I want to roll over. I should have stopped. Keel over. Yeah, like I should have done a while ago. But I think that that too much is that barometer. But I the the paradox of that or the um, I think Dalton just said paradox. I don't think that really applies. No, no, no. But 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 it's gonna apply for the statement. It's paradoxical meaning. But the the worst part is that even though you know you've had too much, I never really know when enough is enough. Uh huh. I don't have fighter. For I like, I don't of, quit, bro. For like, <laughs> quit. You think you're gonna beat me, Lasagna? You're wrong. <laughs> for like non-essential things. Yes, 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 exactly. Um, but no, I, I don't, I don't know. Can you give us a scenario where this might apply? I can give you one. Okay. So one time, I was home alone, and everyone was out doing things. No one was coming home that night. And I was like, wow, the home, the house is mine. And this was like six months ago. I think I talked about it too. I ordered a whole thing of pizza. I was determined. And you had your lactate. Yeah. Didn't work. But I was determined to eat the whole thing of pizza. Like, you just put Nesquik on it. No matter what. Shut up. That would Sprinkled not taste it. good. I, like, I want to eat the whole thing. So I got halfway and I was full. Right? But then I was like, I told myself I was going to eat the whole thing. And I told Matthew and Mo that I was going to finish this fucking pizza. Because I think I FaceTimed you guys before. Mm-hmm. You guys were drinking. And so I ate the whole thing. And I didn't eat till like 3 o'clock in the afternoon the next day. Because I just I was not hungry at all. And I really regretted eating it because my stomach was destroyed for like a day and a half. But, you know, that's that's kind of where I, I – And in the moment I thought, I was like, you never know what's enough till you've had too much. But also to like think about that in the terms of like spending time with somebody. You know when you're around people and you're like, you know, I've had, I, I need a break from you. I've had too much of you. You know what I mean? You don't really know what that is, but it takes a while to understand your limit. Like, it, it takes a while to understand where that breaking point is of like, you know what? I'm good. Yeah. I mean, I think you find out like there's people where it's like, I, I can do them in doses mm-hmm. and it's only, it takes you one time to figure out how mm-hmm. long. Yeah. Is, mm-hmm. You know? But also, too, like, I feel like it depends on your personality. Because when there's not a physical reaction, like, like when you've drank too much, your body will tell you, right? When you've, when you've eaten too much, your body will tell you. There's these, sorry, sorry. There's these, um, it's weird. It's not like a, like a, like a, like the beep, the smoke alarm. Yeah. There's these physical feedbacks that come with it. But when I it's hard when it's something along the amazing. What? How do you sound like that the smoke alarm beat? <laughs> Talented, bro. <laughs> that was crazy. Um it's these it's there's there's physical feedback and something for you to kind of like base it off of. But when there's not that physical feedback, when it's something of like, you know, spending time with somebody or doing an activity that doesn't necessarily punish you for too much it's kind of those, those lines become blurred. And I feel like you have people that are extremists, you know, where if there's not that physical feedback, they're just going to go all in and do just as much of it as possible, you know? So it can kind of get unhealthy in some, some situations. Do you have an addictive personality? A thousand percent. With what? Everything. Cause she's a dick to fucking everyone. <laughs> <laughs> he's such an asshole. <laughs> um, Dave is on fire tonight. No, I I do though. Um, I and it's something that I'm conscious of, so I have to be really careful with like things that I like get into. So, for instance, golfing, I've gone twice in and the past two now. weeks. I practice my golf swing in the shower. See, that's what we can do after Murph on Monday. Practice Bro, golf swings. We can go golfing. I'm down. Do you think it'll be packed though? 
Yeah. Yeah, probably. We'd have to go on like Saturday or Can something. we do like what's that place called? Top Golf? I'm down. Yeah, Top Golf. The bar? The, the, yeah. the driving I want, range? Like get the drink and golf. Yeah. But do I have to hit it properly? No. No, you can just hit it Not at all. Do you, is it like the gym where you have people that try to teach you things? No. Because I like I wanna I wanna you golf just, like shit. Yeah. And I want people to acknowledge that I golf like shit, but I don't want them to try and teach me how See, to golf I'll, better. I'll, no, 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 no. If, if if you golf like shit, you better be ready for me to come behind you and grab your hips, grab the hips and grab the, the club with you. And, oh and, and then David. and then he'll still be standing like about 12 inches away. <laughs> the craziest thing. <laughs> no, the, the only cue I'll give you is to like just don't care about where the ball goes. Just literally, and this was my cue when I golfed this past weekend. Yeah, was literally just look at the ball. Like, yeah, that's just my biggest worry. Keep your eye there the whole time. Like, okay, literally hit. You never had a problem in t ball. You did. I couldn't hit the ball. In yes, t-ball. because you kept going like this. Wait, wait, wait. It was on the tee. Yes, and you but he. Hit I it. couldn't hit the ball because you you followed your bat. You didn't look at the ball. You oh. would look at the ball, and then the bat would distract you. And you go. <laughs> and the ball would still be there. <laughs> That's one thousand percent what happened. That's a TikTok. <laughs> keep your eye on the ball, <laughs> guys. You keep coming up with all these great moments, and then you say that's a TikTok moment, <laughs> and then I can't make it a TikTok moment anymore. Yes, you can. Just, just hashtag TikTok moment. Hashtag TikTok moment. Um. Oh man. Yeah. I. I think this is. I think this is well. Before you give your final conclusion, let's go into the examples. What is the what is a good example where this applies? You know, where is this the right? Where think, is this the right advice to give? I think socially, this is a good good advice. Like when you're hanging out with people, you're like, oh, I've had. You yeah, re- you realize it. I think that's really good because. I, I think that is something everybody can relate to. And, that, and that's not that. a negative thing. No. Like, I don't want people no, no. to, like, we all have, it's not because we all have, like, different social clocks. Like, and it's not even, okay, I, in my example, it was a specific individual, but just even for, like, yourselves. Like, you're out in public around a huge crowd and you're not necessarily the biggest extrovert. Like, then, yeah, you need, okay, you know what? Oh, I've, I'm exhausted. I've had too much. And then was- you you kind of know you have a time limit you're like, okay, I've been here for three hours, two hours in. It was like too much. Okay, cool. Oh, see my take on that would be like, I'm someone that gets very enthused by, by like stuff. Like if I find out someone likes something, I get super enthusiastic and I want to like support them and then I'll support them too much. Too much. Like, Hey, 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 calm down. Yeah. Like, Oh, I didn't know until it was too much. Yeah. That makes sense. I like that example. That's a good example. The example I had was like, uh, there's, there was a friend, uh, whose sister played baseball, softball. Okay. All from like eight all the way. She got a scholarship, full ride to some college. And then her senior year of high school, she was like, I don't like softball. I'm done. I don't want to play softball anymore. And so she just forfeited her scholarship. Damn. I think I know what you're talking about. But it was a case of like, you don't know how much is enough until you had too much. Too much yeah. she, you know. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And what's the worst situation to give this advice? To give this advice? Drugs. Drugs. <laughs> Either drugs or baby sex. Babies. Oh, sex. No. Sex. Children. You never Children. know. You never know how much is enough. <laughs> You're like, I got too many babies. <laughs> I got three three kids too many. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say three kids is too many for you? No, no, no. I have three yeah. whatever that number is. There's three of them that's too many. 
Wait. So, like, for instance, like, Wait, so you he's don't got want like three kids. So he's got nine. I've got kids, nine, but kids. he only wanted six. Yeah, but but six was enough. But I have an extra three that so I just now, now have to. Now he has to sit down those three and go, "Hey, you guys, you're go. off the island." Yeah, <laughs> you got to vote him off. Get off, all three of you. Actually, you can say, take the oldest, Dalton. I have no idea. All right. Well, is this ninety nine? Is there a middle ground? Like ninety nine cent, no, ninety nine dollar, no. and then fucking. Like what's right in the middle? Like seventy five cents. Like fifty ninety nine. Fifty dollar. Like fifty ninety nine. I feel like that's a uh, sixty nine ninety nine. Forty nine ninety. Forty nine. Forty nine ninety nine. Fifty ninety nine. Forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, I I I like it, but it's very situ- situationally based. Everything okay. up until this point was like yes or no. Yes or no. But this one is kind of like this weird one where it's in the middle. I like it, but I also don't care. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? I see that. Like it's it's advice, but like sometimes it's one of those advice where you're like, "Oh, you're probably right." You know. But Unless you're not someone's like, telling you it specifically, you don't care. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, there you go. We're back into our normal segments with some ninety-nine cent advice, people. And from that, we're gonna move on to one of our signature segments that we've still done, even with uh, even with. Uh, even with the, the deep dive, the deep, the dive. deep dive, the drunk. deep dive. Ready? One, two, three. The welcome. <laughs> <laughs> is it welcome to or is it just the boys' room? No, it's, no, it's just the the boys' room. Oh. All right, guys, everybody. One, two, three. The, the boys. boys. I I, in my head, I wanted to go. Everybody, welcome to <laughs> you want the boys' room. I want everybody. everybody to do it with I did. Us? I did. Okay, everybody on the count of three, we're all going to do the boys' room. Okay, ready? And if you don't do it, we'll know and we'll, we'll hurt you. We'll know. I'll text you. Probably, <laughs> or send you an email. One, <laughs> the boys' room. Thank you guys for doing that with us. Now it's a real boys' room. I know Ernesto and Mitchell didn't room. do it. I'm gonna text them right now. And Ernesto. this is a segment where we give uh, our boys some situations, some advice, uh, questions that people have. Whenever David calls it, Online, calls us our boys. It you makes are you feel like he's our mom. You're my boys. My boys. <laughs> you're, my, you're, my boys. you're my dog. My boy, my dog. <laughs> you're my boy too, David. You might Um, and so here's the first one. So uh I'm gonna try and keep these short due to popular demand. Uh my girlfriend and I have been together for two years. She works in government, she doesn't make a lot compared to me, and I pay for everything. I am perfectly fine with this. Okay, good. My company's offered me a two week trip to Bora Bora and Australia. It's going to be insane, as in the hotels are one K a night and the itinerary is amazing company told me i could bring a guest if i wanted but i have to pay her way there and uh cover everything else so uh we decided that that's what's going to happen and we're going to extend our trip to four weeks and see new zealand as well wow the trip is scheduled for february oh, this doesn't matter the problem is she has a dog and she wants to bring it with her i told her it's fine we'll just board the dog here for a month and i'll pay it and she said no one month is too long for the dog to be alone she also said the dog has always been in the city and seeing the beaches of Bora Bora was a treat that it deserved. My girlfriend loves her dog a little too much because I've seen her buy clothes and make food for it. And she doesn't even make me food. But this is ridiculous. <laughs> for my girlfriend, I will be shelling out 5K on this trip. I don't mind this, but the dog could, co- could cost another 5K. And it would be so difficult to have it there and do our planned itinerary, especially in Bora Bora, because we'd have to leave the dog in the room the whole time because we'd be doing stuff throughout the day. She's quite adamant and told me the dog deserves this. 
The dog doesn't care, and we can put it in a nice boarding facility for 1K, but she insists the dog should come. Otherwise, she won't come. I don't know what to do. I don't want to give in and ruin a possible vacation because of the dog, but I don't want to go alone either. I also feel her priorities are a little off. This is supposed to be a relaxing vacation we both need after being stuck in our home for nearly two years. What do I do? You need to tell her that that's not fair to the dog. So, so... I'm I'm completely with with the uh, is it the male that's paying for all this the guy the guy yeah yeah, yeah. I'm with him because one you can fi- like when he brought up like you can get a, a nice boarding facility a lot of those boarding facilities the other dogs that are there they bring them all to like interact with each other and the workers there interact with the dogs so it's not like they're locked up in a cage and just put in the back and you know fed once a day or twice a yeah, day like yeah. there's literally dog hotels. You know what I mean? So it's like very interactive and, and the dog would be fine too. I don't know where they're coming from, but a f- any flight is incredibly stressful to an animal and that's not fair, you know? And I, I don't know about here, but I know like when you go to Hawaii, your dog has to be kept in basically quarantine for like a month or two. And it doesn't sound like that's the, the case for this, but I'm sure there's going to be a small amount of time that the animal will have to be away from the owners. And that is a scenario where they are actually just in a cage or whatever, fed a couple times a day. That's not fair. Like that, that sucks. Not even for these individuals, not even for the experience of the vacation, but just for the animal itself. Like yeah. that, that's not fair. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that, uh, I think, you know, separation anxiety is a thing. But at the same time, like homegirl needs to know, like sometimes it's okay to take a trip with just you and him. And I mean, I can understand her feeling guilty. I get it. I love, I love, I love Maggie, you know? And like when we had miles, like having those things, like it was hard, you know, it was hard to leave and then come back and then go crazy for you coming back. when you're like, I'm so sorry. Like you feel bad, you know? But at the same time, like you're not in a relationship with the dog. Like you're in a relationship with this person and you know, if you want things to progress, move forward, you got to be willing to take vacations without the dog. Cause it's expensive. It's expensive to pay for a dog to fly yeah. with you, man. But then also too, like, so, say you take the dog, say he pays the extra five, whatever. Then she's gonna, the dog's going to stay, stay in the, the hotel. Yeah. Like, and then anything you want to do is going to be a pain because it's like, you just have to get back to the, ho- the, to the dog in the hotel. And then if you're traveling to New Zealand and extending it like an extra four weeks, like, you know, maybe don't extend it the extra four weeks if this is that big, if that's the compromise, right? Uh Like there has to be some middle ground where it's like, okay, we won't stay out there the extra four weeks to go to New Zealand. We'll come back home to the dog to make sure that, you know, it's good and knows that it's not abandoned. Or maybe it's one of those things where you do the trip with your girlfriend, right? And then once you want to go to New Zealand, you send them back home. Have her realize that, Oh, I could be in New Zealand with my boyfriend right now, but instead I'm sitting in, in the living room with this dog and have her realize like, oh, maybe I should have worked on my compromise a little bit more. Or and leave leave that bitch there and go fucking party, dude. Or just go by yourself. Like dude, that's, that's also an option. Although you probably never hear the end of it, but that's what I like my dream places, bro. Go to New Zealand, man. Because of the Shire? Yeah. That's exactly why. Good one. So yeah, I I, I that's my my take. Yeah, that's. I mean, that sucks, but I also I, like I I get it, but I also understand like the guy's perspective. 
Okay. It's like, I would love to bring my dog anywhere I go. You know what I mean? But also, like, at the same time, it's not realistic. Right. I, yeah. It's just, it's too much. You bore the dog. Go go on your trip. Maybe so homeboy you, just spoiled her, man. So you guys hate dogs. Cool. <laughs> That's what we got from this. That's what we got from this. No. Good answers. Good answers. Here's the next one. Wow. Um, I heard my girlfriend saying something really hurtful about me, and... I'm doubting how good the relationship is now. Oh, shit. Uh, so we've been together also for two and a half years, and we practically live together at this point. Nice. She always spends Friday night over, and we have a drink, and we listen to music together. Mm. Last night, I crashed and fell asleep a bit earlier. Now, I woke up a bit earlier than usual, but I still looked asleep, and I could hear her talking to her friend in the kitchen. Her friend's having relationship problems, and I heard her saying, Maybe you need to stop dating these fuck boys and lower your standards a bit. Date someone you normally wouldn't give date someone you normally wouldn't and give someone else a chance. That's what I did and gave so and so a chance and I'm grateful I did. Ah uh, ha ha. I carried on pretending I was asleep for a while until I actually fell asleep and then went to bed and I woke up this morning. Uh she tried to initiate some sex and I wasn't feeling it, so um, she's gone out for a walk instead. I felt awful hearing that. I mean, I know I'm no Henry Cavill or anything, but I think I'm above average. I dress well, work out, groom myself to make the best of myself, but this makes me feel like shit. I was also the stereotypical fat kid in my teens, and it took me a lot to get over the bullying and name calling. My vibe. Okay. When I think about it, she's never said anything to, to me about finding me attractive. She said specific things and complimented me on specifics such as Clothing looking good, beard being well-groomed, body being in good shape, and dick size, but never that she finds me attractive or good-looking or that I'm sexy. Um, and it's making me think of our relationship. I feel like it's tarnished now, and she's not the person I thought she was. Is it too hasty to be questioning? Should I be thinking about things a bit more, or do I bring this up and say how hurt I am? So and let's respond to that first. Well, I just read the whole second part. Sorry. Dang, you read fast. Dude, when you're buzzed, you read faster. I did not. No. Um, okay, so the first part. Uh, uh, she seems petty. I don't know. It just comes off really bad. I can I can I would feel the same exact way. Yeah. I would feel like shit. Well, what is it that makes you feel that way? If she's still telling you Cuz I feel like males rely on their physicality so much just as like more than girls? Oh yeah. I think I think we well, maybe not, but yeah. yeah. I think for for most like like I just the, when it comes to like the natural the not the natural way things go in order like we want to provide, we want to do all these things, right, as a male. And so we also, you know, we rely on our physical look to kind of show how we are, right? We rely on, like, not just on our style, but just, like, us on a physical level. So, I mean, when, when he when he works on those things and coming from a place in high school where he was, you know, overweight and he had to work on that stuff, like, he he's very sensitive to that stuff. And I could see why that would hurt him so much. And I just, I feel like, if you're going to have that conversation, don't have it in, in his house, you know, have that conversation in your own place or outside. Like, don't just just for the just for the plain respect of it, you know. So I think that she was trying to 
tell her friend, you need to stop dating the same kinds of people and like be open to dating other individuals. Um, and you know, date someone that normally wouldn't, normally you wouldn't give someone like you wouldn't give them a chance, but she added this thing where she said, lower your standards a bit. And I feel like that might be taken out of context. I think that's the only part that would really hurt. So yes, but when you read this and I know she said like, that's what I I'm grateful I did, but I don't think she's actually referring to lowering your standards. When she says, I'm grateful I did, I think she's referring to dating someone you normally wouldn't and give someone else a chance, right? Lower your standards might be personalized enough to that person. That person might be like this, like whoever I date needs to drive this kind of car, do this, 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 and this. It looks bad because it's lumped in this entire sentence. Okay, I but get that. also too with his background of being the stereotypical fat kid, having to go through all that stuff, and he puts I, it in that I, I wasn't. But I would still. That's the only thing I would hear. Yeah, like yeah. lower your standards. Like, why did you have to lower the standards for for me? So can I ask, what's the difference between lower your standards, that phrase, and give someone else a chance you normally wouldn't give a chance? So. Give someone else a chance that you normally wouldn't. People get caught up in, I only date this type of person. Okay. And so it's like, okay, maybe not focus on, you know, the person that has this thing that you really like or, you know, has this specific, you know, is this specific race, is whatever it is, right? Like whatever you have your preferences to, a lot of us like to be like, oh, no, we only do this thing. So it closes us off to the rest of it as opposed to I feel like in this situation, she's telling her friend, like, you only date frat boys. Stop dating frat boys. Yeah. Give someone who isn't a part of a fraternity a chance. Gotcha. Something like that, you yeah. know, and the lower your standards might be based off these specifics of requirements that she has for the individuals that she is attracted to mm-hmm. or dates. Yeah. I don't think it has anything to do with the guy in this story. Yeah. But I also completely understand why he's taking that and running with that one small part of the sentence. Yeah. Okay. So I like just with that, like I understand, but also too, I like it's hurtful either way. Oh, thousand percent. It's hurtful. One is just intentional versus non-intentional. Yeah. Yeah. Now there is an edit and, uh, and essentially he, he talked to her about it and asked why is she not attracted to him? And she says that she didn't find him ugly at all and wouldn't be with him if, if he was. And the guy was like, great, but do you find me attractive? And are you attracted to me? Point blank question. And she answered with things like how she finds it attractive, how he dresses, how he takes care of himself, how kind he is, how much he cares about her, uh, about pleasuring her sexually, but nothing about his looks. And he asked her to just answer the question. She said she wasn't at first and that he wasn't her type at all, but over time has come to appreciate his looks and has grown attracted to him now. But said for her, she's more attracted to his personality than his looks. And, uh, and, and so he sent her home cause he just wanted to be on his own for a bit. And she still, she left, but she's texting him a bunch telling him, how much she loves him, how sorry she is, how she'll try to make it up. But now it's, it. he's still, it's even worse for him now. 
And so he says, my ex used to tell me all the time how sexy he was and how attractive he is. So he knows he's not ugly, Can't but compare, it's, bro. it's the knowing your partner probably isn't into you that like that hurts a lot more. Oh. So how would you respond now that this extra stuff has happened? Now that you know he's asked point blank, yeah. and she has said, no, I was not. I like all these other things about you. I was not attracted to you and am more attracted to personality. I get it. I would still be butthurt. Yeah, me too. Oh, for sure. I, it would still hurt. I want to be attractive in something in like another person's eyes. You know, like I don't want to just be like a nice guy. But what were you saying about the ex? Um, what do you mean? You said don't compare. Oh yeah, you don't ever want to compare anybody to like the last girlfriend or boyfriend. Yeah, you know, that's, like that's that's putting them that's putting them in standards that they don't even know about. That's putting them in a place where they can't defend themselves. You know, it's not right to the person or to yourself to try and be like, okay, well, my ex did this, but you don't. Why yeah. why don't you do that? You can't you can't do that. Everybody's different. Everybody's so different. You express things differently. You know, mm-hmm. everyone's um, a new person, and you got to approach it the same way. I think I think the question comes down to him. Like, can he swallow that and be okay with the fact that she is attracted to him, but it might just not be the way that he looks? Like everything else about him, you know. Um, yeah, to me, it kind of looks like he can't really accept. I that. don't think so. It doesn't seem. I think I think his past is too um, traumatizing for him to to really kind of like like. Even though he's like, yeah, like you know, I was like, it's probably easy for him to move past it. But at the same time, like it was such a hard time for him that like it's if it gets brought back up, it still kind of hurts. And I can and that's understandable. We're human, you know, so I get it. I get why he's having those feelings. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know if it's it's great for the girlfriend to kind of. So would you tell him to uh, still try and work on it or just if you can, him... that, that's I, his decision. Yeah, I think it's very based on if he knows that he has these issues from his passing and is willing to work through them. Um, or if he's not, you know, you know, then you don't. Or you know, eye for an eye, meet her, meet her at her level, dude. What do you not like about her? And tell her that, and tell her that she can't fix it. Nothing, nothing she can do can fix it. Strangely, I don't think that'll work out. Mm, I don't know, but yeah, yeah sorry, man, it sucks. Yeah. All right. Well, here's the next one. My boyfriend's from a very small town, and we live in a major city. Now he wants to spend almost every weekend at his parents. But it's literally the most boring place on earth with literally nothing to do. We usually hang out and socialize with his childhood friends, but that's been put on a hold because of the pandemic. He keeps busy doing housework or yard work for his parents or taking multiple hour long bike rides. I can't keep up, so I'm not invited. But I usually just sit around giving myself busy work so as to not seem rude. We have spent a ton of time there since the pandemic. And now that our city is livening up, I'd rather stay home on weekends where we really have a uh, a life and the weather's better and it doesn't take an hour to get anywhere interesting. How do I tell him this without sounding like an a-hole? That sucks. I also haven't seen my parents all pandemic and we've seen his constantly. They're kind of rude and a little difficult to be around. Uh, and you know, his mom makes fun of me for being from the city and not used to country life a lot and he's used to it, but I'm not Ah, conversation with your significant other. Yeah. Why would like, honestly, at that point, like she's patient, I'll give her that, but fucking speak up. But also the one thing about this that kind of pisses me off is like, 
the bike rides, I can't keep up, so I'm not invited. Like that sucks. Like I, yeah. if if we all went on a bike ride and Monique couldn't keep up, I would one thousand percent ride a skateboard. Just chill. Honestly, I'd probably just attach a rope to the back and let her pull me on the skateboard. Yeah, dude. But like, I would do something where I would be with her. You know, like, yeah. like that sucks. And then two, like, why does he feel the need to continuously go back? Like, are his parents super old and they can't do the yard work themselves? Like, is there a reason? But also two she should feel comfortable enough to express to him, A, I don't feel comfortable comfortable there because your mom's incredibly rude. Uh, B, it's boring. So go by yourself. I'm going to stay here this weekend. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Take a stand. You don't yeah. have to be with him 24-7 Absolutely if you don't want not. to. Fucking fuck off. Go yeah. fucking do something in the city while he goes out and sits in the living room with his yeah. parents. And you go fucking party, and, dude. And the well, fact that, like, she I hasn't... Mean, it was a pandemic. She, and the fact that, like, uh, she hasn't true. seen her parents, you know, like, now, granted, I don't know if, like, maybe his parents are easier because, like, you know, they don't have to be vaccinated or, or whatever. Like, there's a lot of... The pandemic really throws a lot of uh, yeah. intricacies in there. Yes. But, you know, I if you can go see... Spend time with your parents, like, go do that. You know, like, there I, has to be yeah. a balance at some point. That's a bummer. That sucks. But, yeah, just... You know, for most of the shit, just fucking have a conversation. It's not hard. Yeah. Or take or put your foot down. Yeah. Say that yeah. you're not going to go. And just let him go by himself. There's nothing wrong with and that. And he'll realize, you know, you never want to know what's enough till. Fuck. Till, till it's too much. Till it's too much. I was trying to read it. Matthew fucking just went past it. All right. This last one's actually, spe- actually special request. So you can ignore uh, the one that I put on there because I just remembered it right now. Oh, okay. Um, and it was uh, it was a story about a guy who he's 36 and he ended up breaking up with his girlfriend uh, because he he just didn't feel there. What? He didn't feel there. I don't know what that means. You know, like he's he's getting into that age and time where he's like, I feel like I, you know, I want to be married. I want to have that family and stuff like that, but I'm still not willing to compromise like. I need, I like, I need it to, I need to feel there with this person. Mm. And so he didn't feel there with this person who also is like mid thirties or something like that. It's a girl that's mid thirties. And so they broke up. Okay. And the question was, uh, whether that's something that just guys think of, you know, versus like, is that, is that, is that just like a male way of thinking to be able to be that old and kind of have that thing? And still feel like you can make that choice to keep waiting. You know, are, are guys much less on a clock when it comes to marriage and and partnership and all this stuff compared to uh, girls? Um, I or, think it depends on the person is my easy answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, I think so, just because I think with uh, with women there is a clock on how difficult it becomes to have a child, right? And um, I think that definitely runs a lot of how they view and how they see things. Now, I don't really understand what you mean by, like, I don't feel there. Like, didn't feel ready to, I guess, settle down with this person. And at that point, and so this is where there was a conversation on it and it was kind of a also along the lines of the question of like, what's the motivation? Cause for 
girls, it seems like one of their biggest fears is that they could be with someone for so long and then just one day it seems much more likely that their male partner could be like, yeah, this isn't doing it for me. Can you stop making your I'm out. Sorry. Compared yeah. to it, I guess I think like a, a girl, if she's invested that much time, won't come to that decision lightly. I don't, I don't think that's a gender specific thing. I think that it's depends on the person. Cause I've heard the flip side of that too, where it's super late in life and they're the woman is just like, nah, like I'm done. Like I I'm, and then they leave. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, it, it all comes down to like where you're at, you know, mentally to, to want to have kids or to like want to get married. It, it's, it's so, it's such a, it's, I mean, I get it. It's such an intense and like, you know, mature decision to make to you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody. But then, you know, when, when you're not sure if they're doing these things that bother you, but they don't really change it. And you're like, well, I've told you several times and we still haven't compromised. Like there's a point in time where things just got to stop. I think that's kind of where he was at, you know? So it makes sense. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's, but it goes both ways. For yeah. Sure. I, I think it ways. just depends on the, the couple and the communication that they're able to have. Cause if you feel open enough to be able to have these conversations without it being this, like the other person gets mad and doesn't talk to you for six days because like, how dare you, you know, have these questions this late in the relationship as opposed to like, okay, well like, Let's wrestle with these things. Like, let's figure this out together. For better or worse, it might not work out the way that we want it to, but, you know, let's let's figure this out. Which yeah. And that kind of brings up the question of, and that was, I think, the third part was, it gets to a point, and I think it kind of leads in with, like, doesn't feel there, where it's like, you recognize that it doesn't feel there. And the way I took it was, like, you make that, you become aware of that, you acknowledge it, and then you're faced with a choice. Whether or not, all right, this is where it is, and now it's time to start working on it, or I'm just going to call it there because I don't want to work on that. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, too, that especially with the the way that um, relationships are romanticized, you know, from movies that we watched growing up and and other things like that, we tend to think that – love is this constant emotion that we're supposed to feel every single day that we wake up. We're supposed to feel in love, but at some point, like love is a choice. Yeah. And there's extremes, right? Like there's people that choose to love somebody till, you know, death. And like that person was a giant ass the entire time, you know, but then there's also extremes where people wake up and they swear that they just feel abundantly in love with their person from the moment that they met till the day they died. And, you know, that's awesome. But you know, I feel like the majority of us get to a point where we've been with somebody for a significant amount of time. So those chemicals that are released when we see the person that we love tends to be lessened, right? Just because it it becomes routine. It becomes these things that we come to expect. So our body doesn't feel like it needs to release those chemicals. So now you reach this breaking point where you're like, well, I don't feel in love anymore. So I'm going to wake up and then you have a choice. Like, do I choose to love this person? Knowing that you do, knowing that you love this person and you're just going to constantly wake up and choose them, no matter how difficult it's going to be, no matter what life throws, you're going to choose to love this person as long as they choose to love you back, right? Or are you that somebody that where it's like, well, I'm not feeling it anymore, so I'm clearly not in love because I don't feel it. Like, I personally believe love becomes a choice at some point. Not saying that I won't feel it, not saying that I won't, you know, uh, like 
express it, but like at some point it just makes sense. Like our bodies become adaptive to this environment that we're in. So I don't think that it makes the most logical sense to think that these endorphins are going to release in my head every single time, you know, and, but you have to choose to love your partner. And I'm somebody where I know I would always choose to work on it, you know, as long as the other person was willing to do, to reciprocate, you know? I agree. I like everything you said. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for you guys' take on that. Don, what are you squaring up with this week? Dude. Fucking, okay, so I was driving, and uh, this guy, like, this is a one lane, and we all have to make a left turn onto the freeway, and there's a big-ass line, right? And I'm in the middle of it. This guy comes out to the left side and rides where, like, you know, the two lanes split, but there's, like, that mid part where you can turn into things. Yeah. So he goes there, and he's driving, and he stops right next to me. A little bit in front of me trying to go in and i'm like there's a line bro like we're all doing that we're all waiting the same way so like i drive and i look at him and i like kind of like do that thing like oh sorry like i'm just gonna go and like i went he pulls in right behind me and he literally flips me off for two minutes just flips me off for two behind minutes. you yeah he's behind me flips me off for two minutes so i keep driving and it's the light's green so we all, we all start moving forward, right? And so all the cars go, and the light turns yellow before I get up there. So I stop right at yellow because I'm like, I just want to see how long he can do this for. This fucker flipped me off for a whole, like, we were, we were, it's a long light. So we were there for about 30, 40 seconds, and just him continuously flipped me off. And I was like, the, the, the nerve on this guy. Like, he just wants to, wants to keep going. And I was like, okay, let's see how long this goes. So I go on the freeway. Sorry. So I go on the freeway and I, the whole time he's behind me, riding my ass, flipping me off. And I was like, man, he's had a rough day. So I just, I was like, just so curious on how much he would follow me. So I went all the way to like the carpool lane. And this is also illegal, but I just wanted to see what would happen. So I went all the way to the carpool lane and he followed my ass. He never tried to get up to the next to no, you no, 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 no. to give it to you the side. Yeah, no, he wanted to be behind you. me the whole time. So, you know, I did a few brake checks and then took my way, you know, but it was, I was just amazed by how angry somebody could be in life to just continuously do that. And like, I don't know where he was going, but at some point, like he like made a bunch of abrupt stops and I saw him like going all the way to the other lane to get to an exit. And I was like, bro, like you did that all because you're like mad that I kept driving in the lane I was supposed to be in while you were trying to like, I don't get it. Did that that boggled my mind but how how angry people can be for stupid little things so i smiled up the whole time matt what about you what are you squaring up with dude um i am squaring up with the wind because my allergies have been bad and uh at mom's party on saturday it was really bad it was hard to light a fire in the wind uh, it's hard to have a fire in the wind mm-hmm. i couldn't even go outside what about you david what are you squaring up with I'm squaring up with this so-called supermoon that we were supposed to have this morning. Oh yeah. Oh, I saw it last you night. Did? Was that bright makes as fuck. that makes way last more night sense. Was bright now. as fuck. Uh, that you makes did a lot see of sense. I'm glad you said that. Thank you. I mean, it was covered by clouds, but it was like I was like that the looks... sky was purple. Oh, I didn't see that. Well, maybe maybe the clouds were different here. Well, we woke up at four o'clock, and I just want to say Rachel does not wake up in the morning. She sleeps in. She does not wake up until she absolutely needs to. Okay. And I woke her up I at like four it. o'clock and she got up so we could look at the supermoon. We walk outside, clouds everywhere. Uh-huh. 
could not find it. We waited out there the whole 15 minutes that this super that this lunar eclipse was going on. Never saw it. Dang. I'm so, sorry you had to go through that, dude. I'm squaring up with nature. Nature, fuck, fuck fucking nature, nature dude. Fuck nature, bro. Uh, all right, David, we're gonna we're gonna double up with you. What's your woe, dude? My woe, dude. Um, let me see. I had it in here. I'll I'll say. Oh, Adrian's kickback. I I work near Huntington Beach, and essentially, some kid like posted on TikTok. He was like, "Hey, y'all, I'm having a kickback at the Huntington Beach, uh, fire pits. Let's all hang out." And that shit went viral. Dang, and, really. Like, Hundreds of teenagers and like young adults showed up and like essentially created a riot in the streets that the police had to respond to. No shit. And they created a lot of like vandalism and stuff. Oh, like, there was, like, that's awesome. There's a couple hundred because 120 people got arrested. Damn. Wow. That's wild. Wow. Yeah, that's wild. Just, you know, one of them times. Matt, was it? What's your woe, dude? My woe, dude, is that apparently there's like a huge amount of Marines. That are now stationed at Area 51. They just got stationed there? Within the last week. I guess they're gearing up for something big. So I'm going to see if these alien things are uh, are, are real. Going to come to fruition. Oh, I mean, I'm sure they're all going to like raid it once it hits uh, June 1st. Why? Because mm. we get all the alien information. Yeah, uh, which I don't know why the fuck we need. We already know. Wait, alien information is coming out? Yeah, there's a bunch of documents that are going to be They're going to say that aliens are real and stuff. Ask me what my woe, dude. All right, Don, what's your woe, dude? Okay, my woe, dude, is um, that I heard this theory that all these sh- all the vaccine shots that we're taking are all to get us prepped for the alien invasion. Mm. So when aliens come, we're not going to be so like, oh, my God. We're going to be like, oh, okay, aliens are here. What's so next? Sedation? It's sedation. It's sedation. Uh, I heard something that it's like they're injecting us with magic mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Matthew? What got you stoked this week? What got bitch? me stoked this week? I landed a uh, large client. Super pumped on that. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. That's, that's my, my stoke. Uh, what about you, Don? What got you stoked this week? Uh, What got me stoked this week was just I got to work out and do this whole run thing by myself. I got to just run. And I had music playing. And I never really – I haven't ran with music in such a long time. I forgot about, like, the experience. But I ran with just nice music playing and just I was just by myself and I just enjoyed everything I was doing. I enjoyed the like being outside. I enjoyed running, just have like being thankful for my body doing these things for me. And so I was just really, really in the moment for that whole that whole like what, maybe 15 minutes of just running and just enjoying myself there. So nice. that really got me stoked. Cool. David, what got you stoked? This week. What got me stoked was seeing the Grand Canyon. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. Rachel and I went for our anniversary trip this weekend, Ooh. and it was, it's insane, man. It looks like, it's like, like, you know how like animated movies have like the multiple layers of yeah. animation? Like the very back is just a painted image. There's like a layer ahead that's slightly animated, but it still looks kind of painted. And then in front of that is like the heavy animated stuff. Mm-hmm. It looked like that. Uh, I didn't know what to think. That was the weird thing. I was like, what kind of existential crisis should I be having looking at this Grand Canyon? You know, am I supposed to look at this and go, this used to be a lake filled with water. Yeah. And now all of that water is gone (laughs) because our earth is dying. Yes. Or should I be looking at this and going, wow, water did that. The water we put in our body (laughs) 
destroyed this rock so much that it created this canyon. You know, I was like, what What am I supposed to think of when I see it? You know, maybe just be like, that's cool. Yeah. I yeah, did I, think that, I, but I, like, I didn't know it, if I needed to have. Because I like none of the thoughts you just had would remotely come to my mind when I would look at the Grand Canyon. You weren't looking at the Grand Canyon. I saw, I've seen pictures of it. It's okay, but you weren't there. Yeah, I just don't think I would think about, man, water did this. I'd just be like, man, that's pretty dope. Look at the colors. I don't, oh, I don't, I don't think it... When you say it like that, then yes, no. But I would definitely have both of those questions, David. But I don't think you have to think of anything like that. I think you could also just enjoy it and like take it in for the beauty of nature. Like I've seen, uh, like I went on a hike in Washington, and like I remember getting to the top, and it was beautiful peak, and it was like this like long lake and just all this green. And I remember thinking like, fuck, this is like too much for my eyes to take in. Like there was just so much. Like damn, this is like it's too much beauty like my eyes like i just couldn't handle it you know so i don't think you have to have an existential crisis i wouldn't even recommend it uh but trying not to but i was staring at it and i was like i feel like i should be feeling away the other thing was on the way back we uh saw this rock formation that looked like god's thumb it was super Mm, cool i saw that until we got to the other side of it and then it was definitely flipping us off so nice that's kind of cool was not god's thumb all about perspective (laughs) yeah i guess it's god's perspective all right made it this far into the podcast thank you so much for your time go ahead and leave us a five-star rating and a review wherever you are listening to this if you're watching us here on youtube thank you so much for watching us go ahead and click the subscribe button down below and the bell notification icon in the corner follow follow us on all of our social media platforms at drum podcast and until next week we will see you guys then stay safe i'm drum i'm drummer we'll see you guys then bye bye You got it this time. I did. You did way better. I almost fucked it up.